This week, the Knights have been decapitated. We warm up our war dance. And Tom Gilbert drops by. Welcome to On The Ranch. Yes, welcome to On The Ranch. It is episode 73. That's a lot. It's more than I ever expected we would do. But we're there. We're still going, going strong. Our podcast is getting a bit more merch in the place. And we'll hang it up and we'll start looking good. I am Rob. You can find me at XRBob on Twitter. I'm going to go this way. Sitting to my left tonight, which is a bit weird. It's at Morgan Holmes Evans. I'm not used to being at the end of the table. It's a bit weird. It is odd. It's like the head it's of the not, table. It's not the end yeah. of the table, it's the head of the table. Pretty much. I was going to say the head, but I think the special guest has the head of the table. So you're at the so arse end of the table. The arse <laughs> end of the table. <laughs> okay, sure. Enough. All yeah, right. Exactly. Sitting to the left of him, it's at the Bucking Frog MC. Yo, yo. What's up? Happy days. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, you can tell what I've been watching lately. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of weird. All right. Sitting across from him. Pistol. Hey, hey how's pistol. it going? Wonderful. Not quite the head of the table, more in the in the middle. You're yeah. in the armpit, mate. Yeah. We're the kids. We sit on the we're on the kids' yeah, side. Yeah, we to be. I don't know what Mick, I don't know what that makes Mick. Uncle Mick. Uncle Mick. Mind you, I think he's still got two heads of a table. It's normally the mum and the dad, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> not compatible. No, <laughs> no, no, definitely not. We'll let right. fight it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well. Tom Gilbert is joining us at the end of the table. I was going to give him a big rap and read through his Wikipedia page, but I won't do that. No, no, thanks. Look, I will, I will mention 2019 Queensland Cup Rookie of the Year. Pretty happy with that. Yeah, feels like a while ago now, but... Um, it does feel like that. Like, I suppose for like, the way last year went, Yeah, everything feels like it was ages ago. 100%. COVID was, um, made the year longer, so yeah. it feels like another age of footy too back then. Bloody oath. And oh, you were um, big with, uh, with the Blackhawks. Last yeah. year and the year before? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a, that was actually a good year, prelim final. We just lost to Wynnum. Um, but um, it was, I guess it was a good year for myself and to learn how to play senior footy. So yep. and be with um, Aaron Payne, obviously, and a couple made some good mates and that side. So Corey Jensen, we became close to. So it was a good year. Yeah, um, for sure. And now uh, this year up in the first grade? Yeah, just the last two weeks, obviously. Hey, it's be- better than, and, and again this week. Yeah, it's three weeks ago. That's, that's good. <laughs> Starting prop. Starting yeah. prop. Got to yeah, be happy yeah. with that. Number eight. Bloody yeah. oath. Yep, 100%. Pretty big shoes to fill, but... Yeah, I thought of um, Thumper a bit when I um, actually had the number eight on. Usually number eight's the, I reckon, the fat props jersey, so <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon I, um, I reckon I don't fill that category, which is actually a good thing, I reckon. No, well, uh, I was looking at a couple of stats here. It says you're 185 centimetres tall, which puts you... A clear, probably 10 centimetres taller than anyone else in the room here. Yeah. And only 90, well, this says 96 kilos. I'm sure that goes up and down a little bit, but yeah. you're probably the lightest in the room too, so. He's up there, champion. <laughs> whoa, 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 hey, hey, hey. He's under me. Look He's around, under me. looking around. Oh, no. Give I me a couple of weeks. Weighed myself last week at the gym. I'm 89.9. Thank you very oh, much. Well, yeah. that, and that's all in the hair. That made it pipe <laughs> up, didn't it? <laughs> Not quite as muscular as Tommy, but. Now, one thing. I was looking through your Wikipedia and that. Yeah. And it says you're born in Brisbane. Yeah. On the QRL page, there's a story about you, you know, coming up into first grade and this sort of thing. And the journalist mentioned you were Proserpine born. Yeah, I, I also had a lady come up to me yesterday asking if I was from Tully. Um, <laughs> nah, Dad's born in Proserpine. That uh, makes sense. There yeah. we go. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, at least it's Queensland either way. Yeah. Queensland born and bred, which yeah. is always nice. North Devils yeah. Junior. Yep. Yeah. See, I did a bit of research. North Devils, Brisbane... 
Yeah, you know, it's really funny. Like when growing up as a kid myself, you know, obviously back then it was QRL or or NSWRL, and you know, you followed both. And I remember every Sunday afternoon, you'd be over at grandma's having Sunday lunchtime dinner and they'd have the KFC rugby league. And everyone had sort of their own sort of little bit of jersey, but everyone was sponsored by KFC on the front of the jersey. And I used to love the North's, the North's jersey. Yeah. Always have. I don't know why. I've never never followed them as a team, but I just always love their jersey, the colours and that. I don't know. It's just weird. I just North like Devils comes from... So I went to Bruce and Grammar and Bruce and Grammar old boys made North Devils as a rugby union club first. Yeah, right. And it was a rugby union club... Um, made for Brisbane Grammar old boys to go play. Only old boys could go play, I'm pretty sure. And if you look at Brisbane Grammar colours, were their playing strip was a dark blue, light blue, and yellow and red was the academic colour. So oh. Norse Devils colours are there dark blue, light blue, and yellow. Yeah, you right. learn something new every day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you, um, you played a bit of union as well? Yeah, yeah, I played. I actually come from a union family. Um, Dad yeah. um, was a union player and coach. My older brother played union. I've actually got a twin brother as well. Um, oh, look out, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is the ladies' man. Um, How do we know we're not talking to him right now? Uh, trust me, he's the polar opposite. He's six foot five, redhead. Yeah. Um, I don't think he, play, he doesn't play footy anymore. He actually manages a footy team um, down in Brizzy. But um, he, um, yeah, union family. And then dad made us play league to learn how to tackle. And literally, and I stayed with league. So. Turned out well. There you go. And now they've all disowned you and just gone, oh, you're on the bad side. Oh, apparently. Well, my brother is a mad Broncos fan, uh, fan apparently. So oh. he's got his little nephew, his, his kid, my nephew, on the bandwagon too. So uh, well, it's there you no go. good. Can't so, have that. So what you need to do now is that you know what to do to be the, the annoying uncle. Every oh. birthday and every pres- Christmas and stuff like that, something Cowboys. Something well, I bought him something Cowboys. They outgrow it. <laughs> and oh. so I got him a um, Cowboys onesie and it's only you can wear in winter and one of his mates upped me and got him a little Broncos jersey and pants. <laughs> 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 Man. How rude. That's uh, wrong. That that is is wrong. How does that go when they play you guys and you're on the field? Do they still cheer Broncos or are they so go Broncos? Oh, come on, Tommy. I don't know. I, I reckon, well, last year, so we played, I've only played Broncos once because this year we're away. I, was, I, was, I was, wasn't playing, I was with the Blackhawks and last year we played round 20 down there. Um, and thumped them just quietly. Yes. Mm. We did get a win. Um I'm not sure. Like, he is big on, like, loyalty. Like, he is, like, tips him most weeks. Like, he didn't tip him on the weekend when they beat the Roosters, but uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he tips him nine times out of ten. Can he just tip him every week from now on? Just yeah, call I, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Put some ochre on him. Yeah. Nice. Cool. It's right. always good. It's always good. It's like, like I've, I've been lucky. I've had Tommy up in the room at the start of the season a couple of times and that kind of stuff, and it's get to meet the guys and that, and you can just see... This year, the, the the way the team's sort of starting to gel, it's it's different to the other years that I've been involved with the club, and I'm enjoying how you're finding it at the moment. Obviously, now things that are starting to click. Yeah, yeah. I think our season's well underway now. Um, I think we I think we know our identity, yeah, and we know what that looks like and what it feels like, and if we know when we're not achieving it and when we are, and I think the reason we're probably doing better is what we're doing on the training field. Um, and I think what we do in the training field is a culture thing. So I think in the last couple of years, we probably lacked a bit of culture where we, you know, drove our standards on and off the field. And yep. um, this year, we're, you know, more so than ever that, that I've been at the club, we're driving standards off the field. And I think it's starting to really replicate on the field because um, 
probably two of the games this year out of what 11 um we haven't been in sharks and titans um all the rest you know i think we've been competitive and um, i think some of those early losses and most of those losses actually come off the back of probably not playing to our identity and yep. what we want to play this year and um, when we stick to it, I think we show how dangerous we can be. Hell yeah, no arguments from me there. You, and you can see it. I mean, like, just little things. Like, I had Hesse up in the room last week, and it's the most relaxed I've seen him in a long time. You know, he just seems to be, even even when the boys usually come up into my room, they're either injured or they've been suspended and stuff like that. Hesse was joking around, that kind of stuff. And I said, so, you know, would you have played if you play, if we played on a Saturday, would you have played? And he goes, well, yeah, I would have been cleared. He goes, it's only reason he didn't play was a short turnaround. But, I mean, I guess the beauty of the game at the moment is, is we've got players like Tommy who can come in and fill the spot quite easily and it's now going to make it hard. I mean, yeah, fair enough, we've had a few suspensions and injuries in that, but it, then it makes it hard for that other player to come back into the squad because we're playing well and we're starting to click in spots and that, which is really pretty to watch. And it's good that someone can come from the extended bench or beyond and fill those gaps when we do have a suspension and things mm. like that as well. We've got a bit of depth is what I'm trying to well, say. But this week is a prime example yeah. example for that. You know, we've got the two boys out suspended and then we've got, um, you know, Molo's out. You know, there's there's some, the depth is really being pushed this week and uh, uh, for the first time in a long time, I'm not overly concerned. Like in past, I've been like, oh, geez, we've got three or four out now. Scraping oh, the barrel. We're scraping. Yeah. What are we going to do here? Or it's the first time in a long time. I'm not just saying it because Tom's here. I, it's the first time in a long time. I've, I've, I'm like, all right, so what? Mm. Not phased. No. Yeah, depending on who you play. I mean, if we were playing a Roosters or a Panthers or something like that, it may be a little bit going, oh, I could do with a little bit more. Um, I think everyone's hoping for a little bit more if they're playing the Panthers. Yeah, but you know what moment. I mean? The way they are, it's ridiculous. But I'm not I'm not afraid, you know, going in, into this Warriors game, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not scared of, you know, I'm not feeling for the boys going, oh, I hope everything goes all right for them so they're not going to be down on themselves now, especially going into the bye, you know. You don't want two weeks to mull over <laughs> something like that, you know. But I'm excited. I'm just really excited to see everything now it's starting to click cool well we might just jump in and uh, have a look at a bit of the mail from last week Sammy Davis uh, gave us a hashtag let's go how good to get that win that was after the Knights on the weekend Alastair Horn posed a good question to us he said hey guys I'm sure your stat man Morgan is all over this uh, but uh, Lukey scored on debut so he went back and tried to find out other Cowboys that have scored on debut and he came up with a list. It's not a short list. Twenty. Quietly. He was the 21st Cowboy to score yeah. on debut. So Damian Gibson, Marshall Miller, Josh Hannay, Adam Connolly, Jason Barsley, Aaron Morgan, Brent McConnell, Ben Farrah, Will Tupu, Ethan Lowe, Wayne Ulugia, Curtis Rona, David Bowen, Cohen Hess, Josh Chudley, and Gideon Gila Mosby. Oh, and Dejan Arcee. Mm. It's a pretty... Oh, some, the Colonel. There's some pretty big names in there. When That's you it. think about it, like as in... It's actually the same list I've got. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well done, Alistair. Got him. Props to Alistair for that. Indeed. Ian Cumming, he found Frog on Maggie Island. Yeah. Stalking you. Cumming bought me a beer too. It was good. I know, he good showed old, us. He had a good old yarn. We had a yarn there and then we were on the same ferry home, so we had another good yarn there. I don't know if I let him speak too much. I think I was speaking <laughs> too much at the end there, but yeah, no, it was good. Did you buy Camo back a beer? No, I didn't that get the chance. That does not surprise. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the celebrity here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's meant to go over the other way around. Yeah. I know. I, 
I had people buy me beers left, right, so I had to drive home. That was what made me a bit. Well, nervous. careful, don't get yourself but, into trouble. No, the, the oh, then it would have been all over the front page. Podcast starts. I'm sure that's how they would have let it off too. Yeah, so totally. the second time you're all on the in front page Jess. this year. All in Jess. I'm not a star. I'm a celebrity. Uh, the terms frogs <laughs> and wallets usually involve moths. Mm. 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 On Instagram, oh, hang on, how's it go? <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> on Instagram, Beaver X. Uh, he said the game is currently a farce. If the cows were to cease to exist, I'd stop following the sport altogether. I don't think Beaver's too keen on the on the Sinbin rule. Just quietly. Uh, I watched an I watched an interview the other well, not an interview. I watched that that Anna Roll. What's the one on Channel Nine? On no, the, no, no, I don't know. No on, one on the, on the Monday night. Ah, uh, live on Nine or something. Garskold was going off about it. Oh, I saw that five minute clip. Yeah, with him and Gallon. Everything that, he said was correct. Oh. I'm, <laughs> As much as he's probably the most hated man in television, he's very rarely wrong. Let's be honest. Mm. Very rarely wrong. A player's perspective thought? Can you share? Are you I, I watched it actually this afternoon and he made a good point because he broke it down more specifically. Like he looked at um, how Tavita Pangai was running over Sam Walker all night. And basically, I guess you have terms in footy like enforcers and Tavita was probably doing that... Um, you know, as the Broncos enforcer and Victor mm. Adley probably took it upon himself to do that. And I think if you don't have those moments where Victor Adley has the opportunity to, it might only come once or twice, um, you know, put his body on the line and um, make an impact on Tavita. You know, you don't know how long um, Sam Walker's going to last out there from a team's perspective or how yeah, detrimental right. yeah. his defensive movement's going to be. So I think, um, I don't know, I didn't watch the game, but I'm sure... Tavita probably went into his shell a bit after Victor Adley went looking for him. Um, and I think it, it's that's kind of how you train and how you play all pre-season and grow up is that if you know if one of your mates is getting ran over or um, I guess getting bullied, it, unfortunately Sam Walker's only 75 kilos, Tavita Pangai's got, what, 50 kilos on him. Yeah. Um, it was good to see um, you know one of his teammates stand up for him and, and Victor Adley's not the biggest guy either, so obviously he's got to throw a lot of force in there. And mm. I think Phil Gill broke it down that um, yeah. Tafita Pangai turned and tucked his shoulder, and yeah. if that was a defender, then it'd be a shoulder charge. So yeah. um, you know, Victor Adley's got to protect himself, and obviously throwing himself at him at full force is a way to protect yourself. You yeah. know, yeah. so I think Phil Gill made a really good point. I didn't see anything wrong with the two Victor no, tackles either. Like there was nothing around the head; it was just solid hit. I mean. It's a contact sport. Like, that's what you're playing Apparently, for. from what they were talking about in that interview and that, from my interpretation of what they were saying, is, is that they may have found something where he may have smudged him or something in the yeah. ground or something like that, like, which happens every bloody I reckon week. when you slow, <laughs> slow it down, and... you slow it down too, it looks ten times worse. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. You know, they think that you've got all this time to react, and but you don't, it's so quick, you're under fatigue, the game's so quick now, like, you make split-second decisions, and it's a shame that um, little accidents can cost you the last couple of weeks. Like, I, I'm all for... Um, I guess what happened with Josh Papali with the contact to the head and um, what happened to Pappenhausen because you got to get rid of that out of the game. But yeah. accidents happen. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. You know, look what happened to Lachlan Burr and James Tedesco. Um, yeah. A complete accident. Um, but, you know, I do stand with the NRL's decision on cracking down on head knocks. Yep. Um, but once again, when we bring these rules in, common sense has got to prevail. Yeah. yeah. You know, big time. I mean, accidents happen all the time. Um, do you, you know. think there's a potential for, with the refereeing, okay, like, because I think all of us here are all on the agreement too that there needs to be something done to protect the players. But obviously, 
in a lot of the other sports, they have a panel of old, either ex-players or coaches and stuff like that that work with the referees and go, okay, well, that's a normality. That's not a normality. That's looks that sort of action there is is blatant dangerous. You know that that there is. You know, do you think that something like that would work? Oh yeah, I agree. This problem is with our. You know, when you look at rules, I think the big rule change I had in the last couple of years was um, the way leads and blocks and jockeys were ran. So, like, block shapes where you had a runner run through and the ball went out the back. And there was no real transparency on, you know, obviously there's some times where you do impact a defender and there's some times when you just know the defender's not going to get there. And I think... Um, interpretation should be allowed out there it shouldn't be as black and white um you know the refs on the field he's got the best feel out of anyone including the people in the box to get a feel for how quick the game is and um, what's happening at the speed of time so i think we should probably rely on the refs call on the field um i don't know if you get rid of the bunker maybe for tries but um infield play um, you know, let the referees decide it. Um, and I think what happens, but also on the flip side, is that when the referees make a mistake, we're so quick to judge. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no human error on both sides and it probably puts them into a bit of a corner where they feel they have to make the right decision. They have to be so black and white where they can't, um, I guess, get anything wrong. Whereas sometimes I think we should rely on their interpretation of the rules. And I think you'll see, um, you know, especially with these head highs, you'll see a, a bit more leniency on the accidents. Um, but, you know, they've probably been told that if anything, contact to the head, people got to go to the bin. So it's tough for them. Oh, it's tough for everyone. I, I would not want to be a referee at the moment. That, nah. It would be one of those things. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, referees have a tendency to cop a bit of a slander every game anyway. Yeah. But yeah. But they haven't been copping it the last probably, no. since probably last year. The refs, have, it hasn't been on the refs. Yeah, it's been the rule And I think because everyone was into them, into them, into them, change this, change that. They've changed the rules now and sort of taken it away from the refs a bit and put it in the hands of the bunker. And now everyone's experiencing what that that's like and they don't like it. Yeah. So I think maybe, yeah, it's got to go back to a bit. Yeah, we might throw a bit at the refs again, but I think maybe it should come back to that. That's just my perspective. I think it should come back to sort of how it was a couple of years ago. I think that's a really good point, though, that, you know, that, and and we've done it here. I'm sure we've done it here where we've sort of ragged out on the referees a little bit and that kind of stuff. And people have got to understand that, hey, at the end of the day, they're human, no different to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, if they got them back there 10, we wouldn't have to yell out from the sidelines, (laughs) would we? (laughs) I keep telling you it's the guide dog that gets in the road, okay? We've got a couple of Ask Tom questions that have yeah, they're that popping have through. popped through. Um, the first one, what training drill or exercise do you hate and which one do you get enjoyment out of, <laughs> if there is one? Um, oh, that's very specific. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I hate probably stereotypical, I hate rehab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hated rehab with my... Um, with my broken leg, so rehab's definitely worse. If you can avoid that at all costs, you can. Um, one I like the most, I, I don't mind like running, conditioning, like probably in terms of footy, any skills drills is fun mm. because you're just doing skills, you're having fun with your mates and doing footy stuff. And then non-footy related, I don't mind a bit of running. Yeah, fair enough. I hate bicycle ab exercise. You know the, you know how you're on the back and you're doing bike and it does your... Oh, man, I'm done after about 15 seconds. That is a pig of an exercise. Yeah, right. Cool. I, I, I hear... <laughs> I do like dumbbell press. That's pretty fun. Right? I, I guess, Tommy, you touched on before, rehab sucks. So I've heard from a lot of the boys over the years, obviously, when they come through the rooms, they're usually injured. It's the worst place to be. It feels like you're actually working harder than if you were playing. 
oh, you're 100% you're working harder. It's not more so that. It's the same repetitions after repetition of the same things for however long you you got your injury for. And um, in the midst of it, you probably can't see the, the positive in things and the you know the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel. So you're just like stuck in a bit of a world of hurt and you've got <laughs> an injury and you go home and you've got to look after your injury. Um, but you get, I think you get a bit accepting towards them. We, this is your job. It's a contact sport. So... Yeah. Um, and look, we got a couple of people at our club I can't really complain, like Ruben Cotter and Michael Morgan recently, like even Mitch Dunn, like I'm nothing compared to them. So they put me in a bit of perspective, but yep. definitely, um, you know, we got a good rehab, um, I guess, um, gym coach or Ash Graham. Um, I reckon from my experience with him, he's got to be one of the best. Um, he is very diligent, but very smart too and pushes your, your buttons the right way and gets you... I'm motivated for every day and um, that's how you take rehab every day at a time. But I don't really hate training. I just don't like being in the rehab group. <laughs> <laughs> and fair enough. Uh, Lawrence Morano sent in a live question to us. Uh, ask Tom what number he wants for Origin. <laughs> <laughs> too soon? Very too soon. <laughs> yeah, take no, anything, wouldn't you? No pressure. Take the fullback if it was on offer. <laughs> <laughs> Wear that maroon jersey with that's pride. It. Not wrong at all. Now, I've got one here that's a video. I'll play it. Hey, Tom. You're my favourite Cowboys player. What's been your favourite moment as a Cowboy? Um, oh, I can think three off the top of my head. Um, oh, a few. My Obviously, my debut. Um, that's your biggest dream as a kid. Like You can't put into words, and um, every week I wish I could relive it. Um, the excitement, um, calling your parents, telling them you're playing is second to none. Um, my first win against the Dragons, um, Golden Point, that was unreal. Yeah. Um, oh, was that your first that win? That was my first oh, win. Oh, wow, with Val kicking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah right. so that was huge. Um, last week was probably, probably my debut, and the second would be beating the Knights. Um, obviously... Getting the opportunity to start and then heal and Lukey scoring on debut, that's pretty special. Like, yeah. That's unreal. So yeah. it was good to watch. We saw. Did you hear that whole question? Because at the start, he said, you're his favourite Cowboys player. Oh, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. 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 Got a number real. one fan base yeah. already. It's a good start. The Gilbert, actually, the Gilbert juggernaut is good. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and boost you up, but... Across all the socials and that, you're quite a popular person with, with with a lot of the fans. They do they like they like how you get in there and just don't mince your words. You just if someone upsets you, or if you you know you're trying to upset someone in the other team, you don't hold back, and they they, they like that. So that's uh, don't don't change. That's what I'm saying there. Don't change. Fair enough. All right, we might come back to a, little, a few questions later on. For the time being, we might do a review of the game on the weekend since it's one of Tommy's favourite uh, favourite games. The Cowboys playing host to the Knights at Queensland Country Bank Stadium and getting the win, 36 points to 20 in front of 11,208. Uh, I think that was the second game where all four of us were actually there, all five of us now, yeah, yeah strangely. but uh, Yeah, Tom was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> Funny that. Seven tries to the Cowboys with a triple to Murray Talungi. Reese Robson, Val Holmes, Mitchell Dunn, and as we spoke before, Hillam Lukey getting over for his debut well, in his debut game for a debut try. And Would you say uh, Helam iced the game? Yep. Or do you reckon we had it in the bag before he went over? He iced that kick, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if iced is the right word. <laughs> it looked like he was running on ice when he was trying to kick it. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to be honest with you, I'd probably all, I'd be all 
hands and thumbs and feet after I've just scored my first try on debut too. Yeah, just it quietly. was awesome seeing how excited he was. Oh, yes. like, I loved that. It was so good. And it everyone was. got around him real, real quick too. Oh, yeah. You know who I've seen notice a bit lately? Sorry to cut you off there. But no, no, I'm used to it. Felty. <laughs> yeah, He yeah. loves people scoring. Like yep. this year especially, like every other year, it's like, oh, yeah, man, high five this and that. But he is revving up every huddle. He almost did a Panthers and go over the straight over the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it a go. Val Holmes kicking four from seven. Two, at least two of those hitting the posts, I believe. Yeah, two, yeah. definitely two hit the post. Yeah, unfortunate. Obviously, and, uh, we need to shave that post a little bit. Yeah. It's our home ground. We should be able to make them as thin as we want. He went on that 15 in a row streak. Yeah. The media caught on to it, and since then, he's... he's down about 50% yeah, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's a commentator's curse if I've ever heard of one. Four tries to the Knights. Suaso Su and Ari Tuala... Uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Stafford Toa. Yeah. Did, did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, yeah cool. And uh, two conversions, two from four. Mitch Barnett and Phoenix Crossland, they were, I think everybody had a go kicking over there. No one was they, they, were, they were in a world of hurt, the Knights. I mean, that, yeah, fair enough. They got those 16 points when we were down two players. It took, it, it took them, it took two players to be off the field for them to give themselves half a chance. Again. They were never in it. No. They were never in that game. And, I mean, I don't care who they you are. They did it, 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 beca- it becomes very difficult to defend against 13 players when you've only got 11 on yourself. I mean, I know there's, oh. there's certain things. Are you guys training more to, like, have with 12 defenders against 13 attackers yeah. and stuff like that? I think we're going to do it every week now. We've, we did a bit today. We did a bit last week. I think it's just reality. Yeah. It's just the way the game's going. So, um I reckon 12, you should be able to defend. There's little ways to get around it. 11's hard, but um, if you can stop them once defensively and have a good attacking set, put a good kick in, you can can choose the time off the clock quickly. Well, Uh, he's almost did it against the Roosters. What? He's held them out for eight minutes when Lockie was off the Almost the whole period. Lockie Lockie was coming on with about five seconds to go and... Roosters crossed. Mm. Well, there you go. I mean, so obviously it can be done. I mean, we've seen other teams. Other teams have done it quite easily. Well, Raiders so. playing Bulldogs were down to eleven and came back and won the game. Yeah, that was that first weekend. Yeah. So yeah. it's doable. It's just it's tough, but I think if you execute your game plan right, because there are game plans around it. Obviously, there's little tactics you can do, like kicking out on the sideline, choose the clock a bit. Yeah, um, you, know, you get an extra 10, 15 seconds on a play of the ball. Um, Little stuff like that, and obviously field position's big. Obviously, Knights had good field position because I think um, I think we completed, or we dropped the ball three yeah. times coming out of our own end. Yeah, yeah that puts a Which lot doesn't of pressure. Help, I guess, and I, I guess you take those drop balls out of the play, it's probably not going to be as bad. Yeah, it's probably maybe they got one or two chances down on that, uh, you know, and they've got to work their way out of yardage to get down to our end. But we just handed an opportunity, and so. Like, we did pretty well. Like, oh, yeah. um, I know they were probably pretty happy with two tries with 11 men, but you know, they had the ball a lot in our possession, and um, we, we turned them away a couple of times. I know Murray Twilaghi's intercept was a big play, and yeah. um, I think Val knocked the ball dead. That's another big play with 11 and 12 men. So yeah. we, we held steady, I reckon. Absolutely. The overall possession was 49%, 51%. In fact, they threw up some stats during the game, and I think right at the end even, and it was so even yeah. looking at those stats, but the score was lopsided to the Cowboys. Obviously, we're making better use of the ball when we had it, or when you had it, I should say we. It's a bit harder. No, we. When, when we're <laughs> all one. <laughs> <laughs> the completion rate this week, 80%. That's nice. Oh, it makes it easy, doesn't yeah. it? Because <laughs> those first four games of the year, it was down. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's, um, 
I think we want to play footy, but picking and choosing and earning the right to play footy has been um, probably our bread and butter the last couple of weeks. Um, we've played footy off quick play the balls or good carries where they've got a retreating defence or they've got you know, a third man coming back late or one marker or, or something like that. And um, we're playing with really good tempo. And I, I honestly, like I was talking to some of the boys during the week, I feel so comfortable with Scott Drinkwater out the back. I just feel like he's got the right play going on and um, he's talking really well with the middles. So um, I think when, when it's time to play, he's communicating the right time and um, I think we're earning the right to play, whereas probably two things when we were early in the season. One, we're trying to uh, play when we probably didn't deserve to off a quick play of the ball, recognising the um, ruck, and two, just simple drop ball. Yeah. Really hurt us play the balls, you know. Yeah. And we had to learn probably take an extra second if you have to, if you're not comfortable playing the ball. And something wrong with that, rather that than defending another set. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And um, it was funny being there with a smaller crowd, smaller than... I've, I've only been to two games at this stadium. Um, first one was the Broncos, and then only because you're working. And because I'm working, yeah. Like it's yeah. No, no other reason. But uh, we could actually hear. We we're up in the stands. We could hear the talk, especially Val Holmes. Where we, from where we were sitting, we could hear a lot of Val Holmes talking uh, in defence. Which I don't know in the past if if that wasn't as clear or wasn't as as much. They didn't seem to be. You can't. It's hard to tell from. TV as well, but I think I uh, know we've always, or since I've played, I've always had pretty good fullbacks. Um, a fullback that can talk defensively, but it's huge. You know, obviously getting your splits and numbers right, and making sure the person coming back is getting on the the, the right edge or the the right side he needs to. And um, I I know when you get tired and as the game gets on, to look up at a fullback screaming at you, telling which way to go is it helps you set your line and it makes you defend better. Yeah. And I think um, Val's done a really good job of it because. Um, you know, we've probably leaked a bit more points than we'd like. Um, but, you know, I don't think... I think there's some good tries in them too. There's some just good footy that um, probably plays leading up that we could have been better on. But um, positionally, I think Val's doing a much better job. Yeah, awesome. All right, we'll go back to another question. Because uh, yeah, they're flying through now. Yeah, but this one... Uh if you weren't a professional NRL player, what profession would you have most likely taken in life? And you can't say rugby union. I was going to say rugby union. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea. I've really um, I've got a bit of interest in landscaping. Um, I don't see myself sitting at an office all day. Um, it's boring. Yeah. yeah, I like a bit of hands-on stuff and probably being told what to do. I don't mind that. A bit of landscaping, like the end product too. That'd Rob's, awesome. Rob was doing a garden on Saturday at his house. If yeah, you, I should have should let me yeah. know. Yeah, I'll um, give well, you a call. Well, since you've played Friday and then you've got Saturday off. Like you oh, it fits yeah. well, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a bell Saturday morning. Yeah, beautiful. Not 6am, we'll get into it. Yeah, uh, 6pm. <laughs> Good recovery. 6pm. <laughs> It's a All day right. after a game. Come on, ease up a little. We've got to have a couple of... It's a recovery session. Got to have a couple of fizzy pops. Yeah. Well, got to have a couple of adult fizzy pops after a game. That's all right. I'll put them on on Saturday morning. That's fine. <laughs> you might still be going. You never know. <laughs> Will um, Pete get on the barbecue? Oh, God. Oh, wouldn't be till 6pm <laughs> at best. I'm actually looking at um, getting one of those little mini Jumbuck spit roasters. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a, I might actually be doing a roast this Saturday over hot coals. Count me in. Can't yeah. go, can't go past the Weber. We're not sponsored by any of these guys. No, I've got Weber. I've got Weber. <laughs> Weber. Yeah. Weber's good. Funny, we all just went quiet. <laughs> Nobody wants to go. Waiting for, wait, for wait, wait yeah. for that. Ka-ching. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. All right, what is? We asked this of everybody, which is basically felty, felty, minty. Oh, minty, and uh, yeah, okay. So, what's your favourite type of pie? 
Oh, beef and mushroom. Beef and mushroom. That's a good choice. Yeah. See, we've so tried chunky beef, beef and burgundy. Beef, beef and, and burgundy. Bourgeois. That, that was minty. That was minty. Very fancy. And whereabouts from the beef and mushroom? Because I, I like beef and mushroom as well. And obviously you've got feelings and there's a few others around town. I being being a brizzy boy, like beefies yeah. or something like that? No, yatla pies. Yeah, yatla pies. I've got, I mean, I don't, I don't know whether this is sacrilege or not. None Queensland. Like, I have never stopped. I have never, because normally when that's I'm a going problem. from... That is, yeah, yeah that's... There's you're not, you're yeah. not even 10, that is awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a head knock and a half. So it's definitely because I've heard 99% of people love it, but I do hear those little 1%ers. I've just, you know, obviously use Minority. it all be honest with me. Use it all be Minority. Yeah. They um, do big family pies, like huge size of pizzas. Yeah, that's um, called lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm losing weight. <laughs> that's morning tea between when you <laughs> land and you get to the goalie. <laughs> yeah. well, you need to try it. Most yeah. times when I'm driving the Gold Coast, it used to, when I was young, it was like I was late at night and they don't open it the right times in the morning when you get kicked out of the club. And so. see, the drama you're going to have now when you get a little pie because it's going to be hyped up. The expectation is going to be very, very high. It's going to still be great, but you know, really as good as what it could have been. Oh, no, I'm, a good con- I'm a big connoisseur <laughs> what of pies. Do you want? So 10 out of 10, it was so 9.9. Do, do, do they do like a, like what, what uh, Krispy Kremes does in like a, you can get a multi-pack of 12 or something like that so I can try them all? I'm you sure they would I'm just sure. sell you 12. Yeah, yeah, just buy 12. No, no, but I wanted a discount. <laughs> Support a local business, man. Support a Queensland company. Look, they did it hard when they got flooded. I know. So, <laughs> this is what I say. Mick with his wallet and moths. <laughs> Mick went up down at your tailor pies. <laughs> what did you think of like the, the sin binnings and that? Do you agree? Disagree? I, like I, I disagree. No, for me both. Contact. Jason's no hand attempt. come over his shoulder and smacked him in the schnoz and broke it. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I thought Jace was a bit unlucky. That wasn't intent. Like, for me personally, and I'm not a footballer and never will be at that level, but for me, Lockie's was a lazy tackle. It looked like a lazy tackle to me. It was a fatigue sort of tackle. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? You, you throw an army out, you're hoping to hit chest. Otherwise, players It's still bounced up. There's no try. argument. I felt it still hit around here I think I think Jace up. is unlucky in the fact that yes he hit him on the nose I'm not going to deny that but he came but, from the back from the side and there was already a legs tackle so Frizzell's already falling and when he hit him if Frizzell was standing at a normal height Tumlo's hitting him around chest like belly button sort of region so I don't know as Tommy said before maybe get a feel for the game like there's no malice you can even see him sort of pull out in my opinion anyway and He's clipped him, has hit his nose, but it's a contact sport. That's what I that's what I keep yeah. saying. Like, I don't know. That's that was a tough one for me. I, I thought it was a bit hard done by, but it had more repercussion from the end of it than what Lockheed mm-hmm. did. So I, I don't know. I was a bit torn on those ones, but it was yeah. good seeing the two hundred. Well, celebrating the two hundred club game for his two hundred first. How like, cool is Jace's dog? Oh, <laughs> I, I'm just glad that the that the club allowed that for someone. To play 200 games, you would expect them to be in their 30s and have a couple of kids by then. Like, for him being, what, what is he, like 26 or 27? Far out. It's pretty cool. His dog came in the sheds too. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Did anyone fill his dish up with a couple of... Ah, he was food? lying on the beer. He was falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. but that's good of the club too. Like, everyone would get their their kids or someone like that well I don't have kids but this is my best mate I want to share my moment no, it with was him. awesome it just just shows Toddy's direction with the club yeah. um, after the game um, you know we had about I reckon 50 or 
60 people in the change room celebrating with us. Um, yeah, nice. It's because Townsville and the Cowboys are a community club, and um, even after the games, we go back to the league's club now, um, all the, the 17, and I think um, it brings a lot of humility. Um, you know, Toddy's driving that into us, and I think it's a good initiative by him to make sure we understand who we play for and the, the roots of the Cowboys, because at the end of the day, it's a community club, and um, there's very few left in the NRL, and I think we should take pride in that, and we... We are taking a bit of pride 100%. in that. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Yes, you get you get paid a good contract and all that, but at the end of the day, the fans are the one that kept you along. You got to be blessed being a one team town as well, wouldn't you? Toddy also was pretty big on. Um, obviously, a lot of the members go back to the league club after the game, and um, we had I think it was like six thousand members pledge their money in COVID last year. Mm-hmm. So um, he was really big on making sure that we, you know pay it back to them because take um, the photos all that yeah, sort of stuff shake the hands yeah and talk to him even he wants us to talk to him and engage in the community and that's a perfect example of how we're a community club is that we had 6,000 people pledge a lot of money when there was nothing to pledge mm. so um, we were very lucky for the fans we have and you know a lot of the boys agree with what Toddy's doing and that's that's the pleasing thing there's no complaints about it we want to get behind the community and we want the community to get behind us yeah good I like awesome. it. I, I love it. I mean, like I said, I've been involved with the club for some time and you can see a difference. There's a huge difference. Just in just in this 11 weeks that we've been rolling so far, it's just so... I mean, we've had good feels before, don't get me wrong. It's, I'm not saying it's never felt good at the club. Yeah. It's just that it feels so different and so, I don't know, so relaxed. Everyone used to be so on edge all the time, whereas it, I'm sure when push comes to shove down the track, that may change a little outside of the, t- the team sort of thing, but... Everywhere at the moment feels so relaxed. All the staff, all you know, all the guys that I work with, and all that kind of stuff. Everyone's just so relaxed. I think you're relaxed too when you've got a lot of belief. Yeah. Because um, you're not on edge then. Um, look, like we've still got a lot of work to do as a team uh, on the footy field. Like this, we're not under any illusions. Yes, we're playing some good footy, um, but you know, last week we did lose to the Roosters. Um, the Broncos obviously found a way to beat them, so that's obviously a little flag that we need to understand. And there were moments in the game we could have won, and um, we haven't beaten a top four side yet this year. So that's um, the next step, and next step is to you know cement our spot in the eight. So we're under no illusions, but I think what we know is that if we put the work in, um, we work hard enough, and we do the right things off the field. Like I said, being humble and having a lot of drive, and um, you know translating that to on the field then. And um, we have that belief that we can, you know, really have a, a good season ahead of us. Nice. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, it feels like the start of the season all over again. Like when Kyle was talking about how it was all feeling at the club, I'm starting to feel all that warm and tingly, fuzzy feeling yeah. all again. And that. All right, let's get into it. Let's go through our three, two, ones. Who wants? I'll start. Sure, I'll start. you can start. I'll start. Oh. Yeah. I'll start. So, uh, Just take over the host. <laughs> oh, <he> was, <laughs> That's fine. I jumped the gun. I was yeah, trying was to, I was trying to roll, keep it rolling a little bit. Yeah, we, we sort of went off track a little bit there. But anyway, it's fine. Um, we can go off track. It's uh, good insight. Three points. I went righty. I um. I really. People know I'm a fan of both him and, and Mitch Dunn. I, I, I love what they, they just seem for two guys that seem to be a little bit undersized. They just really just seem to keep going and going and going. I the big thing that I think for me was obviously you know he made a bunch of tackles and stuff like that and obviously played the eighty minutes but that offload for that try mm. that was I don't know how he got his arm out I think he was taking some lessons off Felty from from a couple of weeks <laughs> ago when Felty had his Inspector Gadget arm on but that offload was perfect it was just 
it, it, it was all, and it was just a throw out there. I'm sure someone's running through, and it was bang, perfect. Could not have asked for a better pass. So for me, that was that was the, the clincher for me to give him the three points. Um, what did I do then? I went uh, I went felty for two, and not just because his brother Kyle and 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 that, but it was he. That's the best I've seen him play in quite some time. You Outs- said that three weeks ago. <laughs> well, now it's the best. Now it's the best. <laughs> Well, it is. I'm not lying, am I? It's the best I've seen him play now, this week. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, he – just his breaking tackles. What, between him and Muzz, they, what, broke eight tackles, eight tackle busts between them and, like, like yeah. four or five line breaks between them. And it's the first time in a long time that we've seen both 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 wings just demoralising another team, you know, where you, you know, giving the boys in the forward line a, a break. And, you know, you see it, every team does it. Every every back, you know, at some stage or another comes in to give the, the forwards a break. But to be that consistently damaging was pretty to watch. And my one point, I went, I went, I went drinky. I just, man, and the fact that he had the balls to come out, I don't know whether he said it the week before or this week, but the fact that he had the balls to come out and say, I am the best option for 5'8 at the moment in this club and moving forward. And he cops some flack on social media and people are just dumb. Like, That's why you don't read social oh, media. I know, I know. But it just done my head in. I, I knew it was going to happen. As soon as, I, as soon as I seen the post and I seen him say it, I turned around and said, I, I said to my mate, oh, he's going to cop so much flack for this. A, the boys will rib him. <laughs> but, but for me, it, it, it's like, if you can't, I mean, it, LeBron and LeBron James and Michael Jordans and, and Steph Curry's and all that kind of stuff in the NBA do that, say that stuff all the time and no one flutters an eyelid. And in Australia, someone in Australia says, "I'm the best player at the moment for this. I, I, this is my, I am own this position." And everyone's like, "Oh, geez, he's full of himself. He's sure of himself, isn't he?" It's, mm. Why do Australians just poppy syndrome all Poor the time? Poppy man? syndrome. Yeah, it just does my head in. But yeah, so Drinky, he he is making that in. He's owning that spot. Good good headache for for, for Toddy to have next year. That's for sure. Absolutely, Morgs. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. So I'll keep him short as sweet as I like to these days. <laughs> Here we go. I'll go number one. I'm going reverse. I'm going number one for Shane Wright. And I've gone for the, the, uh, the tackles and the meters. Okay. One point, you mean? Yep. One point. Yeah, one point. I'm going backwards. Yep. So two, I've gone Felty out on the wing. Um, basically the same as my three-pointer for basically attack line breaks. And I'm loving Felty's um, defense lately. Like, he just seems really angry in defense. He's just everywhere. And my in defense. Oh, I think I said it to you on the weekend. He just looks angry all the time now. I love it. <laughs> I think it's that beard. It could be. He just he just always wants to like he's every game he just seems to be having beating up and taking something. I out. keep saying he, I love it. He's he's just dying to become a forty. He wants to hurt someone. Oh. I think he wants to hurt someone. It's one of my favorite things watching him. Just wait and see who he's going to line up and take out. I shouldn't say take out, but you know, put a big hit on. Sure. And um, for my three points, I've gone the uh, MT Murray Sologi. Um, who basically had a blinder of a game. I've been waiting on him all season. I've been saying he's going to be big. He's going to be yeah, big. Yeah, and he, 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 he exploded you. last week, and I loved it. So it was cool. cool. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got more. I've got more. Oh. Um, <laughs> You're going to keep this I've, short I've got and sweet, are we? Well, here's the trouble. I do run on a bit. So I did want to – I've written down here, uh, honourable mention, Tom Gilbert, 48 post-contact metres. I'm a huge fan of post-contact metres. And, um, yeah, so I just – Want to shout out for that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. You big suck. <laughs> well, I had to. I had to, I had to make a point. Later. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Just want to make sure it's all tied up. 
Over you guys. Who are you, uh, who are you putting in, guys? <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, well, I went three points with uh, my very similar reasons because I think because we were sitting beside each other on the weekend, we uh, saw the same thing. Muzz Talangi got uh, three points for me. I've been a big fan of Muzz uh, for quite some time. And well, he's that, a, he's was, a, that for me was a, just a brilliant game. Just he, he sort of read every he, he read it like a book the whole game, and just he, wherever he was, whenever he got the ball, he looked like he was going to make something happen, and pretty much did. So, quick question before you go with 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 Murray, is it just me or does it look like he's running on? I don't know, he, on, a, on a treadmill, because he always looks so slow. He did that that long range. Yeah. Yeah. He, looks, he looks so slow, but he's so strong. And I'm, I'm quite, it's deceiving. I don't know whether he is actually really, really fast or it just. I reckon, I mean, he's, he, no I reckon he's fast, but I, I think his size is deceiving. And he's, um, yeah. he does, some of those tries do rely on strength, but um, that's the. Break down the sideline. He did look a bit yeah. slow. I even joked him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I was, I was just gassed." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just because because even that one that that first one where he sort of cut in and out. I know a lot of that was strength and that kind of stuff, but it just didn't seem to be fast. I'm going, oh, I could catch him. What's going on here? But then oh, in real, oh no, but in real, no, in real realistic <laughs> terms, I wouldn't have even come close. But you know, you know, when you see things, you go, oh, "I can do that." I can, I can do I that. I think he looks deceiving. And I know we're chewing into Rob's tips here. Yeah, but he looks deceiving because you're used to him playing outside Hammer. And everyone knows Hammer looks mm. quick, is quick. But Hammer can look slow but be quick. Whereas <laughs> Talangi just, he did look slow and not being quick. I just don't think he was slow, but it just, it just he's just so deceiving. Well, moving right along, uh, if we can just go back to what I was talking about. No, that's fine. Attention on me, please. Kyle Felt got my two points for similar reasons. Uh, there was one particular run where he got that breakaway where he could have done something silly and tried to chip it or tried to pass it to someone inside. Instead, he looked around and took the tackle. It was just smart play. And I, I don't want to say he, he's not a smart player. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that in, in previous, like especially last year and the year before, we'd probably try and do something a bit... We try to win the game there and then, yep. and try to score there and then. Whereas now we get a breakaway, and I think Clifford did it the other week as well. Yeah, he did in the Broncos. Got a breakaway, and he actually took the tackle instead of yep. trying to. They won us again. Trying to yep. turn it into something, and he did. Clifford won the game that that yep. week. Add that to a few of Felt's tackles. He, I think, it was a couple of one-on-one tackles, which would have stopped a few breakaways there. And, and um, anyway, he got two points for me, and a single point went to Val Holmes, who, like I was saying before. It's probably the first time I've seen him out the back calling the sh- calling the shots and calling the plays and calling the defence. It's probably more so because I don't see as much of it because I'm usually watching it on TV when I'm at work. But to see it live and then to see how he can react because I was sort of watching him probably more than the play the ball most of the time. So I could sort of see how much of an effect he has on the team. And um, I don't know, maybe that woke me up to, to a bit more of... You see more than... you know you, I could see more that he was doing. So yeah. anyway, gave him a point. So that's mine. My player point. That's that's <laughs> that, that that is good. That I, is good. Thanks. You, you're touching on there, and I'll ask Tommy. As there was a few wing breaks that that night with Felty and and a few others, there's no real defending chases coming to catch you. You've got about three or four players in support. You might not be able to pass to, and the fullback is making the tackle. Does it cross their mind to give it a chip? Like I reckon we probably could have scored at least two or three out of those. Breakaways, or is it best to hold? I to? reckon early in the game, when most of those line breaks were made, it's probably safer to hold the ball because um, 
they'll probably tackle four um, or maybe tackle three will come back and making those line breaks on um, you got one more play or even if it's tackle four or two more plays or tackle four you get one more play you can set yourself up for a much better kick probably a um, you're probably right it does work but you know if it's 50 50 it's a high low percentage play um, whereas if you take the extra two tackles and get a better kick off I think it's a more high percentage play yeah right yeah. plus, plus no offense Tom but you're asking a forward and if he yeah. said yeah kick it he'd have to hand in his forwards license yeah. <laughs> no 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 don't 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 discredit him uh, looking back through the stats um, Blackhawks 2019 you've got 26 kicking meters to your name I think I remember that kick too. <laughs> As it, I think it was against South, so we got a repeat set actually. He dropped it. <laughs> Perfect. And you got 10 metres um, last year as well in a Blackhawks game. 10 kicking metres. Which would have led to a certain try. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I can't remember that. <laughs> I just thought it was a bit strange kicking metres. Anyway, there we go. Sorry, Pistol. Fair enough. I didn't, nah. I didn't want to rain on your parade. Nah, nah. interrupted me. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I keep no, mine nice and short. We've got a guest here. Ask him as much as you can. I went three points to Lungy. Uh, those couple of tries he scored in the first half was actually run right past me. I was sitting about six rows back with a good mate, Cookie, uh, on the 50-metre line, and that all sort of developed right there, and it was brilliant to watch. The thing that pointed out, though, with Talangi, which hasn't been touched on, it was, I think, the last play of the first half, and it was 16 all. Knights have come back. They've got full of running. Obviously, we were down on a couple of troops. I think they just came back on the field. Knights kicked across the field, and Talangi is just exposed by himself, and there's about three other Knights players there. The bounce of the ball, it's turned everyone out, and he's managed to bat it dead and go in the halftime shed 16 all. That, to me, is pretty much a game-winner straight up because Knight scored straight after halftime. That's a 12-point game, yep. basically. Uh, weeks gone by, start of the season, no doubt the other team scores off that. Yep. So that just shows you how far we've sort of have come. Uh, two points. My man here, Tommy, I think you just ran all night for the for the 55, 60 minutes you played. Uh, the Knight's first try... You actually came over to try and make cover on it and just got stepped inside. But I just liked your carries, your, your run meters, your post contacts, as Morgan alluded to, and just a motor. Like when, you, when you're two forwards down, you took it up and, right, I follow me in a battle, boys. And one point righty, uh, 80 minutes, solid. Uh, you, again, you could have given half the team points in that game that night. Like just to stand up on 11 and to only allow two go through. And as you alluded on, it's no real fault as your own, like just dropping ball. I think there was a grub kick go through, Val didn't tidy up on it. You're just like constantly under the pump where we honestly could have held him out for maybe only one, which would be massive. So full credit to the boys. This is getting harder to do three points. We might need to start doing five because there's so many good players now. But it's actually getting hard to find a top do, three. Do a 17 to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> rank, just rank everyone. Just we every, had, uh, everyone gets a medal. We had two fans send in some of their points and uh, Damo Ahern gave Muzz uh, three points, Holmes two and Drinky one. And Sam Davis gave Muzz one, Holmes two and Wright three. So very, very similar to ours. And they didn't see our tips, and no. I don't know if you guys saw. I did, but well, I, I put up the post because I put up <laughs> put up the post late, so that's how that sort of made that happen. But it yep. was good. I, I I didn't add them to our tally. No, that, I, I didn't add them to the tally. But do yeah. a breakaway super league. Do a fans only <laughs> leaderboard. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, it is what it is. So 
after five. after 11 rounds, our top five. It's sort of getting a little bit congested again at the top. Still holding on to a slim lead, Mr. Drinkwater, on 28 uh, points. Then we've got a three-way tie in second place on 26. Robson, Felt, Talungi. On 25 points, Holmes, and then there's a big jump down uh, on 16 points, Hammer and Granville. Then the, the list fills up from there. We've, we've, we've almost got everyone on the list now. It's, pre- it's a prestigious award. We, we actually do have <laughs> an award. We've still got Mooses before we, we didn't catch up with him before he left. So we're hoping, we're waiting for this to we'll play the dragon it. so I can give it to him. Actually, we'll keep it. <laughs> Speaking of that, are you looking forward to... Uh, What's yeah. that? What's that round? Twenty-four um, round. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> so you are sign. looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. We heard, a, we we have heard whispers, some stories, whispers that uh, uh, you were you were good mates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tight lips, tight lips, um, loose lips, sink ships. Oh, you know. We might just leave it there and move on. <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting tickets round twenty-four. All right, but this week it is round twelve. And we are taking on the Warriors right here at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. It is Indigenous round. And the Cowboys are in 10th, taking on the Warriors in 9th. It's going to be it's going to be tight. 6 p.m. Friday night, Queensland Country Bank Stadium, the team this week. A few little changes because we've had a few, well, suspensions and injuries. And injury. Well. How's Connolly? Played a whole game with yeah. Busted huge after. Man, that's, that's yeah. insane. And he had surgery today. Today? Yeah. Yep. That, yes. that is a tough ombre yeah. to play a whole game with a broken, torn thumb. It was huge. It was massive. It was double yeah. the size of his thumb. It was, oh, yeah, it didn't look true. Yeah. Expected to be sidelined for six weeks, which would be no fun, considering you can run and oh. do everything except probably tackle. Yeah, you probably can after a little bit, but yeah. Hey, if that was me, I'd be out for six miles. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. We're, we're not prime athletes. So. <laughs> I think I'd be crying for saying? six months. Like anything on the finger or thumb, like you just bang it, it just shit right up your heart. Yeah. Oh, they are painful. The team is Val Holmes, Kyle Felt, Javid Bowen. Hammer makes his return in the centres inside Muzz Talungi, Scotty Drinkwater and Jake Clifford in the halves. Our main man at the table, Tommy Gilbert, starting prop for the Cowboys this week with uh, Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, Shane Wright, Mitch Dunn, Cohen Hess starting in lock in place of Jason Taumalalo serving a suspension. And the interchange this week is Jake Granville, Peter Holler, Woohoo! Corey Jensen and Hylam Lukey. So it's a, it's a quality bench too. And just who's getting my three points next week already? <laughs> <laughs> already, you just, just P- want to Pistol's about. a very big fan of Peter, so uh, Peter Holler, so... Yeah. There's a man yeah. this weekend then. Yeah, 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 I'll be there. Actually, I couldn't get over it. Like, I'm not even going to. I've said it so many times. I couldn't get over his so I, I expected him to be a lot bigger. He's quite a small fella. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> can tell like, him that. <laughs> I just, no. I'm I just like me small. <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't know what it was. I, I just, I'd never seen, I'd never met him before. And that, when we were up the top that day. And that was the first time I'd ever met him. And I was just like. Man, you look bigger on television. What are you talking yeah. about? He's 192 at 110 kg. Yeah, I know. I don't he know. is not small. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just. I well, don't yeah, know. you're 185. Yeah, what am I? A halfback. <laughs> 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 Tell you what. But it's like tough. you said earlier on. I mean, the game's changing. Yeah. You know, you know, when I when I grew up, when I first started working at the Cowboys, all the props were they were buddy. They were kegs, walking. Uh, they yeah. were walking kegs. You know, now, the, the, you know, these guys are a lot fitter, these are a lot more trim, and the game's changing 
accordingly because of that. You know, and you, know, you look at people like yourself and Hesse, back in the day, you would have been maybe second row as locks. I mean, I know you do play a lot in the back row and stuff yeah. like that as well, but you wouldn't see someone of your size back 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't even humour the idea of chucking them in the front row. You know I'm what I mean? pretty lucky, like, coming into first grade last couple of years. Like, when I first came in, it was so big about size, but then... That's when, you know, players like Victor Adley, Cameron Murray, um, even, you know, Cameron McInnes, you know, Angus Crichton, they they started kicking on and they started really like, you know, Cameron Murray and uh, Victor Adley probably probably play for Australia this year. Cameron McInnes probably close to playing for the Blues. Um, So they started kicking on as I just started coming into first grade and it was just good timing because they kind of revolutionised the way forwards played. And then I also had a couple of really good players to look up to and copy a game style. Um, from I guess I like I like Dale Finucane, but in terms of body size, you obviously got I named some three not the biggest blokes on the field, but definitely you can feel their presence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I mean. Like it's just changing so much now. It's 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 crazy. I just it doesn't matter. Yeah. But with that big prop sort of status, you'd still be also a hard bastard to tackle as well. So you don't have to be big as such. Like you don't have to be that barnstorming fooey fooey moy moy. No, if I, you're still a I think got to get down. You know, um, if you know your body well too, that always helps. You know, you've obviously got to have a good um, spatial awareness going into contact on when you're attacking. Obviously, being a smaller person too, and also picking and being smart about who you run at. And sometimes you got to, you know, um, swallow the pill and have a real tough carry. But if you you have a look at all those players, you know, they're looking up and they're looking at defence and they're trying to spot the weak defender or a bit of ruck speed or um, they got late footwork at the line or run with the ball out in two hands. So, um, you know, little things like that. I think um, I because we've been smaller for a lot of our junior career, we've had to adapt to it and um, it's obviously paying dividends as we get older. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because I just don't think you're going to see players like Papa, um, Papali'i anymore, you know. Papali'i. <laughs> Yeah, those kind of players, I think in you know four or five years' time, you're not going to have forwards like that anymore. In my, I don't, I don't, I just don't think the game's going to allow for them anymore. Not if it keeps going the way it's going. No, no, for sure. But bring back the George Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Roger Tuivasa Shack has been pushed out to the wing this week. Oh, up yeah, against yeah. Uh, Felton. Yeah, well, in saying that, he has he turned around and said quite early on because I'm assuming you're going to say who was fully fullback, but um, he said quite early on. Play me on the wing so he can play there because I'm leaving next year. Yep, he's your future. Play him there now while I'm still here. So Reese Walsh in in fullback, who's done all right there from what I've seen. Oh my I, god, did you watch the game watched, last you've week? You've watched more Warriors games than me. I there's every good game. chance with Munster being injured still. If he's not right for Origin, I would pick Reese Walsh as a five eight. He's got a step. He is. He is. Not, he's another one of these new age. Halves that are halves fullbacks that are coming through the game, you know, him, Sammy Walker, all these players, Suali, um, you know, man. Oh, he is Queensland State, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he was a Bronco. Bronco is another one that Broncos yeah. let go. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I knew I knew the name, but I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, did Broncos ever offer you a contract? They were kind of waiting for me to kick on, and there were a little bit of interest, and then just kept waiting. And, and the Cowboys, um, I guess, gave me something. Legitimate and went playing around and took with two hands straight away. Are you dirty with the Broncos for going? Hey, look at me! Like I like burn any bridges, surely. (laughs) (laughs) I um look. I yeah. I um probably at the time when you look about what type of player you were. Like, not surprised. I probably wasn't getting picked up, but 
who knows at 15 like when you look at something like yeah. you know the, the Cowboys reasons to pick me um, gave me a lot of confidence and I felt like I, they became my strengths and um, I try to come make that into fruition whereas the Broncos just I think they wanted me to come to them when I thought it was ready and when I thought I would come into uh, being a good player um, Cowboys I guess Aaron Payne Clint Zammett, um even Michael Luck he was the first person I met at the Cowboys um, that gave me all my kit they um, had a development and a path for me that was, um, let's see the best we can get out of him, whereas um, the Broncos, I guess, didn't want to take that risk on me. And, yeah, I'm pretty filthy because it's my hometown. That's where I'm from. And it's why I love the Cowboys even more because they were really willing to take a risk on a skinny white kid from yeah. from Brizzy. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Medley, medley <laughs> loss, eh? That's another, it. Yeah, another 162 games for a life member. That's it. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> I, like I don't beard. know if that's the numbers. <laughs> do you have a pet? Do you have any pets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two pet dogs. Yeah. Oh, you uh, can take them lap around the uh, country. I want to. Stadium. I want to take them for my fourteenth game, which is this week. Fifteenth <laughs> game. Bring it on. <laughs> Should be a free for all. Yeah, we can bring your kids. They're my kids. Yeah. They're my eyes. That's it. Bloody uh, dog park. Absolutely. It's yeah. a big I'm dog park. Yeah. Share the same as you do. I've got no kids myself, so my rod wheeler goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Marcelo Montoya, Adam Pompey, Ewan Aiken, as I mentioned, uh, RTS out on the other wing, Cody Nicarima and Channel Harris Tavita in the halves. They're forwards now. This is where my pronunciation gets thrown out here. So, Jermaine Tonua Brown. Thank you. Wade Egan. Hope I pronounced that correctly. Kane Evans, Jack Murchie, uh, Elisa Katoa, Tohu Harris, Jazz Tavanga. Oh, sorry, interchanges, Jazz Tavanga, Lisa Armao, Bunty Afoa, and Ben Murdoch Masilla. I don't know why you get so hard on yourself. You you do all right with these names, mate. Sometimes, sometimes I do. But it's when you get to uh, the extended bench and you go Taniella Otukolo. Ot- Otukolo. Rocco Berry, <laughs> Sean O'Sullivan, Jackson Free. Yeah. Anyway, Jackson Fry. <laughs> get it right, Rob. Oh, yeah, you're right. Very good. I just had to say it. I know. That's fine. All good. Stitching up. Love it. That's oh, fine. That's fine. I'm used to it. I should be used to it by now. Going to be a tough game. I, I, think we, tough. I think we learned from our last game against the Warriors, though. Yeah, well, we're, what, we were coming off a three game streak, and I, I don't know. We It was on a Sunday. Arvo. Started slow. Really yeah. slow. Yep. Or, I don't know. The, the vibe I got watching it. And, you sort of had that feeling where Warriors were coming off a three-game losing streak. We were on a three-game win streak. Got the feeling that we sort of had the win before we did the tackling, in a way. I just, I just remember looking at it because I was pretty sure I was still injured or just back playing. and um, We looked real lethargic and um, quick starts. we got to get it to quick starts now, with um, especially with the rule changes because you look what happened the weekend. We got to that 16-point lead and it actually gave us that leverage in the back end of the in, in yeah. the game, you know, yeah. we weren't chasing our tails. If you're chasing your tails like we were against Roosters, and we end up getting a sin bin, it doesn't help. So um, we do need to start fast against um, the Warriors and put a lot of pressure on their middles. I think this weekend, this game's one in the middle. Obviously, the the backs will do the final touches with um, you know executing and uh, making sure our game plans um, spot on. But you know, you got to match fire with fire with these forwards and um, through the middle. Um, even their you know, back five get 
you know the set starting well so yeah. it's probably up to our you know from um, four men in to four men um, it's up to us to win the game this weekend I reckon so I, I, I don't know and you could probably correct me if I'm wrong on this one but I'm, I would assume the boys would have walked away from that game going that's a game that we should have won Yeah, it because is. It, to me it looked like like you said slow start so you're forever chasing but the Warriors didn't look like they could finish that game they just did not look like they had the finish in them but because we just were too far behind it was just too hard to catch up because we had all the running in that second half but yeah. and, he, and he lost by four yeah yeah, and then that was when Val was on his 15 street yeah. conversion and he, and, he, and he dropped two in that game so anything could have happened but I, I think it's going to be this I hope we can get people to the game six o'clocks on a Friday afternoon sucks for Townsville there's no I think they got um, 14,000 sold on Saturday so oh, that's, right. yeah, that's good. The, the yeah. quota was only thirteen, so that was on Saturday week on. So that's all right. Um, that's not bad. I'm, yeah. I'm there. I know I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got to go back to work this week. Oh, but, uh, yeah. poor Rob Z. It is what it is. I'll, I'll be turn up. I'll be watching from the building. Can you make sure you leave all the lights green for me so I can get home quicker? Totally. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. That's what I do just for you. Excellent. Is this the third time you've come up against the Warriors? It's been my second. second. So I played them um, second game last year. Um, obviously, didn't play. I think we just played them once last year, maybe. Oh yeah, we probably did. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously missed the one earlier on this year. So um, yeah. So is, there a team you haven't, is there a team you haven't played yet that you're really looking forward to playing against? Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Parramatta. Um, I think they've been the last couple of years a really good side. Obviously, they uh, probably just lack a bit of execution in finals, but they're always a top four side and they've got a really good pack. So um, you want to go up against the best packs because it, um, it proves who you are as a player and shows your value. Yep. And, um you also learn from them too. You also get to when you get to play players, you learn what they're like and their tendencies are on the field. So obviously they got a good forward pack. Um, Nathan Brown, um, Junior Paulo, um, Gillard, and obviously a good bench too. So yep. um, having came up against them, I can't. I'm pretty sure when we played them last time, I was suspended. Um, so didn't do too much video on them either. So don't yeah. really know what they are like as such. Um, obviously from what I watch playing, so it'd be good to do a week against Parramatta and go down and um, yeah, play them and beat them. Touch them up. Yeah. That'll, that'll be out like. of Bank West as well. Yeah. Yeah. Out of Bank West. You've, you've played out of Bank West no. yet? No. Oh, even better. Yeah. That'll be good. A little trip Just away too. <laughs> <laughs> Any any time away on a plane and away is always good in my eyes. <laughs> well, daunting, speak. daunting coming up against Kane Evans. Um, yeah. Or are you just gonna? Oh, just just got to. You can say what you want. He he's probably not a listener. No, cat Kane. No, it's. Well, I think the best thing for my preparation is worry about myself because if I do my things right, then the the game and. Um, how I play will just take care of itself. So just not overcomplicating and doing the little things right is going to be the big pillar of my game this weekend. Yeah. But when you're lining up, say if you're kicking off first <laughs> or if they're kicking off and you just see 13 Kiwis or big Maori buggers, does it put you off at all? You go, oh, man, I've got to run into... That's footy. That's, yeah. that's life. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be singing. You'll be singing the Frank Sinatra song. That's life. Dang, is he? What movie is that? What movie is that? Is that? I have Harley no Quinn? idea. Where you're no going. idea. Where yeah. you're is it Harley going. Quinn where they play that song and she just goes around Suicide and Suicide Squad. Suicide mm, Squad. Yeah. Where they go and belt the crap out of it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Sorry. Cool. I digress. You did. <laughs> well, speaking of the Warriors, the Cowboys have signed Peter Hicku from next year. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like that idea. I think it's great. The only downside to it is it means we're going to lose someone. 
that's my personal opinion. I, obviously, you're going to have to. Someone's mm. not going to get resigned at the end of the year, which is not a good thing. But I think it's a whole bunch of players off contract at the end of the yeah. year. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just obviously he's another older head that comes in, can bring a lot of experience for the younger guys coming and through. Only 28 as well, so that still has youth. He's been playing for a long time though. You know, yeah. he's, he's I think he's started. I think he started playing when he was like 18, 19. So he's been around for nearly 10 years. So. Brings a lot of experience and mm. shored us up last year when he played here. So he scored, he scored, didn't he score a couple of tries against us last year? Yeah, probably. At the game here? Mm. But, uh, he yeah. seems to score every time you don't have money on him for yeah. any time try scorer. <laughs> <laughs> then you put him in your same game and he doesn't cross the strip. Yeah. Speaking I, I, from I like experience it. on I, that I, one. I mm. do like it. And obviously Toddy knows what he's getting because he coached him last year and he obviously saw something last year that he likes. And... Um, more the power to it, and, and at the moment, anything that if Toddy wants to do it, then I'm I'm happy with it too. How does that go with internally? Like you've got the likes of O'Neill and Hampton and Jarvis Bowen and Hammer and Connolly. Like obviously, that can all play centres. And then they sign someone, and you go, "Well, hang on, one of my brothers here." Does it sort of fuck the apple cart, or is it just business no, and footy? It's and just business as usual. Like um, so at the end of the day, like I don't really get involved in the, the roster stuff, and that's a coach's decision. And um, you know, back my coach's decision, hundred percent. You know, all get behind him, and he's obviously got his reason behind it. And um, it's going to be good to have someone with that much experience. And he's playing really good footy before his injury, um, so he's going to have some real good experience and um, obviously a bit of talent too that adds to our squad. So um, you know, we need to uh, put the best squad forward and. Um, I'm lucky that's out of my control, which is good <laughs> because um, I don't want to be in those conversations. But um, yeah, business as usual. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Another question we ask all our, all our guests or all our player guests anyway. Uh, with any current player and one past player, I think you wrote this, uh, in the past 30 years, who would you like to play alongside and against? That I ha- haven't. Uh, no, who, who, would, who would you like, like <laughs> for anyone current or past... If you could pick one player to play alongside and one to play against. I would love to play with Jonathan Thurston. That was just missed out. It was two years late, but yeah. um, he's the goat in my eyes. So that, no, that's who I looked up to growing up to, yeah. uh, Jonathan Thurston. So obviously you want to play with your idol and um, the greatest ever to do it. So um, Jonathan Thurston. And what uh, about a current player? Like if you, like say Pappenhausen or I get like I that. get in still a bit of awe playing with Jace. I got to run yeah. out with him on the weekend for the first time starting. Yep. Um, and he was next to me on a kickoff, so that was pretty cool. Um, that, it made me feel like a little kid. Felt, it made me feel like I was debuting a little bit again. Just um, that excitement during the week. And when I finally ran out and he was standing next to me, it, you just feel 10 feet taller um, with someone like Jace, obviously, Dalian winner and um, one, of the, one of the greatest Cowboys to do it too. So And one of the greatest forwards to ever play the game as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, Jason, Jay. Thurston, JT, JTs, JTs, yeah. And what about playing against, like someone that, say, yesteryear that you went, you know what, I would love to have gone toe-to-toe with Mal Meninga or something like that. Or, um, oh, I don't mind watching videos of Gordon Tallis. I want to see what he was like on the field. <laughs> he was red hot. Um, he, he doesn't change much from his playing days. He's still a loose unit. There's yeah, no right, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool watching his highlights. I just want to know what he was like on the field and what he... Um, he held his own and it yeah. been pretty cool. But um, no, I don't really, haven't really thought about who I'd want to play against. Um, you did mention Parramatta, like coming up against Campbell or, 
or Gillard, sorry. Yeah, like you said, like coming against good forwards is always good. Um, I don't mind coming up against um, kids the same age as me. Obviously, Tino and Fafita are doing really well. Um, so I didn't get to play Titans this year, and we got Titans again. So um, you know, I want to have a good outfit against those two. Um, I always like those challenges, especially with kids my age. Um, well, they're not kids, they're buddy. <laughs> Probably both He's 30. He's a kid probably 30 but uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're good challenges and um, you know, it's my chance to obviously put myself um, you know, hopefully one day put myself next to those guys names alright well in the lead up to the game this week uh, there is a pre-game and it is the Townsville Chiefs MRLC will be taking on the Cleveland Youth Detention Centre in a Masters Rugby League game I believe Georgie Gaddis Yes, George, George, um, Sean Valentine will also be playing. Yep. Uh, so there's a few old cowboys getting out, out, out there because they're all uh, working out at the prison. So uh. That is the curtain raiser to the Cowboys vs Warriors games. The Chiefs will be wearing, for their first time ever, their professionally designed Indigenous jersey, uh, sponsored by Mr Buckaroonie, uh, who is a CCO, who apparently also has quite a following on a camping four-wheel drive YouTube channel. Thank you yeah, very much. There you go. Uh, the game will be the second game of five theme series in 2021. The Chiefs are organising themselves. The match will coincide with NRL's own Indigenous round, as we all know. Uh, the Cowboys have offered up a limited amount of seats in sections 123 and 223 for both teams to sit in. That's where we sat last That's week. That's where you sat in my seats. Good yeah. spot. Yeah, good spot. You, you, you like their seats? I did. Seats? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. thanks. I mate. could see you. Yeah. I know. All monies raised from this game are going to NRL Cowboys House to erect a new purpose built volleyball court. 100% of all profits made by the club go to local charities, and the club has made over $30,000 in donations since 2019. So, yeah, so um, for a lot of people, uh, obviously, you know, with Georgie running around, that he was in the paper the other day as well, so in the Chiefs shirt there, which is which is awesome to see him back on the field again. I think he's just getting trying to get himself fit for the uh, old boys day. Yep. I reckon that's what it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might move into the tipping comp this week. And the tipping comp is at footytips.com.au. Search for On The Ranch. Your password will be GOAT. And again, this year, the winner will get a signed playing jersey. And that's all thanks to Be Clean NQ. So, the leaderboard as it stands this week. Webster 1 is 8 points clear in the lead and killing it. He's on 88. Farkoff. On 80 points, Ultimate Olo on he 79. Saying, he loves saying that, <laughs> strangely. Year of the Cow, SME Simon, Methodical Flamethrower on 78. And uh, Fry Dog, Hail 7, Red Hot Richie, Croaking Dog, coming 99, LPC Man. Uh, just a quick shout-out to Hail 7, which is Hayley Cross. I finally saw your email uh, f- that you sent us to the On The Ranch Gmail uh, today, so I will get a sticker in the mail to you I've for your round ad- one 10 I've, point. I've got some round. addresses for some of the other guys too. Oh, so. good. Well, I'll have to put those together. I have been very slack in getting that done. My apologies. I will endeavour to get on board. Did we bring any week. stickers in tonight? I've got two. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got to give Tommy one because that's oh, yeah, absolutely. Being part 100%. of being a guest Stick on the that show. on the cruiser. <laughs> I wish I had a cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a trite, man. I reckon they're the best cars anyway. <laughs> Mazda. Mazda <laughs> three. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the Mazda three. No, it's no, all good. <laughs> Should be getting free Toyotas just quietly. <laughs> that is true. All right, so it is round twelve, and on Thursday, the twenty seventh, it kicks off at Suncorp Stadium with the Broncos hosting the Storm. The Broncos are currently seven dollars. The Storm are a dollar ten. I think that's quite reflective. 
just quietly. I'm going to tip the storm myself, and I might push my mark. Actually, it might be a little closer than that, but I'm going to put the margin at 12 points for myself. <laughs> Have you given Broncos a bit of courage on that one? Yeah, I am, I am. They might surprise somebody. And uh, go, Morgs. I've gone the storm by 16. Storm by 16? Yep. Yeah, good. I've gone the storm by 10. I went storm by 36. 36? <laughs> yeah. And I then think your multi as well, I'm tipping. Yeah, yeah, I think... <laughs> I think last week was a bit of an anomaly. I think Broncos, they definitely got given the golden handshake on a few decisions last week that turned the tide. Okay, all right. What, what we, we won't put you under too much pressure, <laughs> but do you do you have a favourite out of those two who you think would might win on Thursday night? I reckon Storm will win. Storm will yep. win? Nice. Very by, good. By how much? <laughs> it's the well, no, I reckon 20-plus at least. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. I'm Harry Grant oh, playing? Like he might be back. I'm I don't know if he is yet. If Harry Grant's back, it'll be easy 20 plus. Because him and Munster want to... Because the Origin team gets named. This Sunday. Uh, this I, Sunday too, doesn't it? I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't think he is. I no, can't. I don't see him. Jerome Hughes? Mm. What about the block of cheese? He is back, yeah. Yeah, Jerome Hughes is back. <coughs> yeah. Block of cheese? Um, no, he's no. not back, no. Oh, they said he was. Yeah? Oh, yeah, he is. He is named. He's named. There you go. Yep. Mm. Oh, I reckon they got a good chance then of... I'm still going to stick with my 10 points. Yeah, I'll stay at 12 because you just never know. <laughs> stick with the storm. <laughs> All right, Friday the 28th at 6 p.m., Queensland Country Bank Stadium. The Cowboys are $2 up against the Warriors at $1.80. Interesting. Okay. Well, look, Cowboys are at home and I'm not sucking up here. I'm 100% tipping with the brain here and it is the Cowboys. Because sometimes you don't tip Cowboys. I know, sometimes I don't. Like, is that, this a, week is that a no faith thing? Oh, it's wow. tipping. It's not. It's not about faith. <laughs> it's all bogs. You know, I always tip the Cowboys, so I'm going Cowboys. That's a lie. I reckon they win by eight. I'm going eight. Eight points. Wow. Well, it's not not the not the margin round, but anyway, yeah, it's yeah. okay. It doesn't matter. I always do it for Cowboys. It's probably conflict of tipping margin while we've got a Cowboys yeah, player so too, on yeah. the yeah. table. I've gone. I've gone the boys. I've gone the Cowboys for this one. Um, yeah. A little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervy about it, but I've, I've gone the boys. Mm. This is actually a crunch game for me. I know. You're yeah. a little from column A, a little from column I B. I am. Warriors' second favourite team, believe it or not. So I've definitely tipped Cowboys. So I, I never not tip them, as you guys would know. Probably 40 plus or something. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, just, no pressure. You can, you, well, last week I said if they could cross the strip 10 times, it'll go a long way to winning. They would cross seven. This is true. So, this is true. I could just cross the strip eight times. There's points in us and it turned no out worries. to be true. There's definitely points in the side these days. And yeah. You're buying into into the belief. Everything Tommy said on the show just yep. makes me all the more excited. Yeah, right. Yep. I, I won't ask Tommy what his tip is for this one. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> know what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He's yeah, called yeah. Warriors. He's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> we could just cut that out. We'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut that. Yeah, yeah. No worries. 7.55 p.m. Bankwest Stadium. West Tigers are $1.48. Up against the Dragons at $2.65. Jeez, this will be a fun game to watch, won't it? I didn't look at these before this. Uh, look, I'm, uh, I'm going to out on a limb, flip of a coin. I'm going to go Dragons. Morks. I'm just having a quick look at the ins and outs. I am going to join you. I'm also going the Dragons. Cool. Who's, who's in and out? Uh, we got Sims is back in, Beal's back in for Dragons. Uh, who is in for... The Tigers. Mm, no one. No one. Big. Nah. No I'm, I'm going to go with Dragons. I've gone the Tigers. They showed some promising signs last week. Mm. I, I, 
The Dragons looked lost, but I mean, obviously with a couple of players coming back in, but they just, I don't know, they, they're missing, they're missing some love at the back, back of that uh, team at the moment. So I've got, I'm going to stick with the Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> good tip. Relevant. Yeah, uh, re- very relevant. <laughs> Wondered why my heel was sore. Oh, uh, Tigers for mine. Yes, it's all the quality content you tune. Pete's fongs. Tommy, very good. Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. Saturday, 29th, 3 p.m., Panthers Stadium. Panthers are a dollar and one. Yeah, that's insane. It's all right. You still make some money on it. The Bulldogs are $19. That might be <laughs> Is the, that a record? That might be the highest I've seen, certainly this year. I don't think I've ever seen a dollar one. A dollar one? No, not in a league game. No. no. Not for a long time. That's brutal. That is rough. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to Panthers, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to Panthers too. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to Panthers. I don't even think the Dogs could beat the Hawks at the moment. <laughs> it's Oh, ripping on your own team and oh, everything. Mate, we're playing terrible. We're, 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 we're tanking for, for picks. Yep, by the looks of it. <laughs> we're not far behind. No I've, got the Pan- I've got the Panthers. Yep. This could be the game. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Saying it could be the game that, uh, since the Dogs probably can't play finals this year and they might, there's a few players there might have a bit of gripe about Cleary, so they could take him out. No. Does that get talked about? <laughs> Like what? Just taking out a player. Just taking out a player. If you've got not a on him, if you <laughs> not officially. <laughs> uh, I'm going Panthers. I, I can't see the dogs getting off the bus. No, Tommy. No, Penrith. Penrith will lie. Of course. Five thirty, ANZ Stadium. Rabbitohs dollar sixty seven. Eels are two dollars twenty. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm gonna go the eels on this one. I originally had the uh, Souths. I had the, the bunnies in there, mm. and after hearing Tom talk about the eels, I'm changing my tip. I'm backing in the eels. Has the bunnies got who the bunny who who's back for the bunnies? I mean, uh, I know they had a few players back last week, but what who have they got back this week? That's made them sort of push in front of Paramount. I mean, Mansour's out, uh, Milne's in, Mago, Host, Silly, and Murray. So nothing's really, you yeah, know. I've gone the eels on this one. I just I'm just trying to work out why the favouritisms for for the bunnies. Are they saying that they're not going to lose that many in a row or something like that? I don't know. Don't know. I think the eels will bounce back this week. I can't disagree. Oh, I went eels. I'm just putting my AFL tips in. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Good to see you on the ball. Yeah. Sam <laughs> Kilda to beat North Melbourne. Yeah. Righto. Oh, that's going to be a horrible game. But keep going. Rabbit seals, Tom? Um, para, I reckon. Yeah, smart. Yep. I like it. I think we've all gone eels now. Oh. Uh, I've got talked into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 7.35 p.m. at HBF Arena. The Roosters are $1.25 up against the Raiders at $4.00. The Raiders having just gotten rid of George Williams, bang, yeah, so, yeah, show the door. Yeah, but that was the writing on the wall. That was going to. I think George wanted out because yeah, he wants so. to go back and play um, back in England. And I think there's a posse waiting for him to go straight back into. That so. seems to be the talk. I am going to tip the Roosters. This is actually a bit of a tricky one. Um, really, um, it's not. Uh, it can't be. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> tricky. I I like the Raiders. Though. I'm a big fan of Raiders. Um, I will. Go over Roosters, but I feel bad doing it. I, I feel like I should be going Raiders. Wow, you no. do you? Oh, Hunter's back in. Why didn't mate? I don't know. I'm going. I'm going Raiders. Very good. Fire the flaming arrows. Raiders. That ship is sailed, mate. It is gone. There, that ship is sinking big time. Get on the Roosters for this one. The Raiders are done. I disagree. <laughs> I've gone the Raiders, and hear me out on this. Roosters currently fourth. 14 points. No, fifth on 14. Mm-hmm. We're on 10. 
Roosters lose, we win. It's only one game off from that top five, top four finish. Okay, you see you're on the Cowboy, Cowboy climb. climb. Cowboy okay. climb. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, I see where you're there. All right. Go the Raiders. Okay. Dumb. I reckon Raiders will win. Yes, Mark. Over V. Crichton's out, isn't he? Uh, and Radley. Crichton and Radley are out, Radley's I think, out. aren't they? Yeah. Oh, they've fronted the judiciary tonight. So yeah. well, regardless, I think it's one yeah, week, I isn't think it? Yeah, uh, Early plea was one week, yeah. Yeah, so if I they think fought they're, it, it might they're be fighting it to get off. If Crichton's out with uh, Radley. It and looks like he just copped a five-game ban. Radley? No. Radley or Crichton? Oh, let me have a look. I'll go click on the link. Um, someone got a five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Radley. 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 Radley, yeah. Got a Victor the Four Inflictor. Hang on, let me have a look here. So it was clickbait. Or a well-oiled machine. This is solid. Tommy's this is going, Radley man, got a I've four got training This is breaking news. Radley got a four-game ban, and I do not know a single thing about Crichton. Probably hasn't gone in yet. Well, in any case, the tips are in. We'll move along. Sunday the 30th, 2 p.m. at Coffs International Stadium. I'm assuming at Coffs Harbour? You would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you would think so. Sharks are $2.10. The Titans are $1.73. That's interesting. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, I was just thinking, oh, I don't know what I was thinking then, but I'm going the Titans. Yeah, I'll go Titans too. Cool. I, going on four, like, I've gone the Titans, but the Titans have not beaten the Sharks since, like, in, just in the last five times they've played, they haven't beaten them no, and they've lost they quite substantially in every game. I, I think I know it's a little bit different this year, but... I think they're going to break that. Fafita's yeah. back. He is back, is he? Yeah, he's right. two weaker. I mean, I thought oh, the Sharks... That's good for my super coach team. I oh. thought the Sharks played okay last week, but they should have absolutely pummeled the Dragons with the team of the Everyone Dragons. Everyone said that Sharks would have won 13-plus. Yeah, so but I've, gone the, the I've gone the Titans. I have gone the Titans on this one, but I don't think that's going to be as simple as game as we think. Uh, just on that Radley as well, five weeks, he gets. that means he's back for round 18. Conveniently, we play Roosters in round 18. He okay. could have gotten six and we wouldn't have had to play <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news as of four minutes ago. Croydon has gone for two matches. Ooh, fought it and lost. Yep, fought and lost. Failed to beat a grade one. Fought the law and the law one. Yep. Mm. There we go. Yep. I'll Shark go on, Titans. I'll go on tights. Titans. Cool. Titans. Nice. Nice. And the last game of the round, 4.05 p.m. McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights are $4. The Sea Eagles are $1.25. I'm going to take the Sea Eagles. Yeah, I'll join you too. I'm taking Manly. Bring on the Tommy show, Manly. Yeah, I've tipped Manly and actually saying Manly this week. Oh, as good. Well. Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the round. Do we want to talk about the yeah. source? Who would yeah, win? this is Who the would, most important question. This is the most important question on every week. Everyone waits and lives for this. So who I'm would win? Sure they do. Who would win in a knockout source final? Aioli or Chipotle? 100% Aioli. Every day of week. Oh, I love Chipotle. No. I love it. I love Chipotle. Aioli I, goes I could, on a lot more subs than I Chipotle. could go either way here. But Aioli with chips. Chipotle almost. Is it so garlic aioli? I'm going to go chipotle here. Garlic aioli would sway it the other way, I think. Yeah. But it just says aioli. aioli. Why not have both? Aioli. aioli. Yeah. yeah that's my man. Why not have both? Yeah. yeah. No, I go aioli. We need, we need that sound effect. Oh. Yeah, let's get on that. What sauce would you like, sir? Oh, a bit of aioli and a bit of chipotle, thanks. Yeah. Mix and match. Mix and oh. match, man. What the? Ooh. Yeah, but have one spiral one way and one spiral the other way. So yeah. when they fold it together, it's all just one big mash. Of yeah. 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 He should be a sandwich artist. <laughs> He's yeah. some kind of artist. Mm. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our tipping for NRL round 12. All thanks to Be Clean.
Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the night. Once again, all thanks to our good friends at Fusion Networks, it is time for Pistols Multi. All right, we're back for another another go. Shout out first time. Last week we got robbed on that. Cowboys won 13 plus. Lions beat Richmond. Western Bulldogs thumped St. Kilda. Then the Broncos decided to show up against Roosters and we needed Roosters to win by 30 plus. They didn't. And in the end, the Storm only won by 24 anyway. We needed them by 30 plus. So I do apologise, punters, but this week, I don't know, dine in your best because we are going out for dinner. We've got the Cowboys to beat Warriors at the line. We've got Tigers to slay the Dragons. Slay? Maul? Maul the Dragons. We've got Storm to beat the Broncos by a whopping 19 plus. Then we're going to roll that all into Manly to defeat the Knights by 13 plus. Swapping codes now to the AFL. We got Sydney Swans to do Carlton. And then Lions by a monstrous. And this is to boost the odds up because it's going to happen. I reckon they're good for at least 60. But Lions to beat GWS by 40 or more points live from the Gabatoire. So, all up for a little 20, that's power played at it's $42.18 to 1. So, you're going to line up for 843 this week. And I reckon that's actually quite worth it. That's, that's not a bad run this week. So, get on down to your favourite bookie, your tab, wherever, and uh, load up. <laughs> we, won't, we won't mention any of them by name. No, we'll, we'll get in there and all that kind of stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will post that up again. Obviously, we're going live. We've got a few people watching. Yeah, Sam, we did power play it as we always do. Um, and what else is oh, No, I am. We're going to bet with your wallet this week, Sam. So, it's all up to you. So, once again, all thanks to Fusion Networks. That's Pistols Multi for another fantastic week. And like I always say, don't bet with uh, above your wallet limits. You know it is. I don't or know. if you're short. Okay. You need a bit more, just tap in. <laughs> Tell you what, if we don't win soon, we'll turn the lights off in this studio. <laughs> yeah, Because we, we're not going to be able to pay the We've been close. We've been close. <laughs> we need a win, times. Pete. We need <laughs> a win. This is the week. This um, is this is solid. You're feeling solid this week. I'm feeling very solid. Nice. I think the only one that's a bit shaky is Lions 40 plus. Yeah, I was thinking that. But yeah. at the Gabba, we just put 30 plus on Richmond. Yeah, we're on the run. But that was late too. No, it doesn't they, left matter. It, they left it late. Don't doesn't time. matter. No, Charlie Cameron's going to kick about five and rev up the crowd. GWS coming off a win. Graham Craig reckons you've got more chance of winning indoor this week. Graham Craig couldn't bat his way out of a brown paper bag, <laughs> never alone bowl the ball on a pitch. <laughs> anyway, fair, fair call. Cool. I mean, right. I don't know him, but there we go. Yeah. Oh well, that is I do what know this guy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as I did say, I know I said it before, but that is uh, Pistols Multi for another week. All thanks to our good friends at Fusion Networks. We are live, so hello to all those people that are watching. And uh, Tommy's still here. Tommy's here. <laughs> well, he's, he's, we he's haven't put him to sleep just We yet. haven't put him to sleep yet, no, so uh, he's, all right. good. Uh, he's going strong. Um, we, we did uh, read out a whole bunch of questions too, so thank you to everyone that did send in those uh, questions earlier on. More. Was and, there a couple uh, that, more? I think there, there was ones? a couple more. Maybe we can go. We'll go live with some responses maybe. What do you reckon? I don't know. Was there some more questions there? I know. Morg's had a list there. Oh, there's sure. a fair few. I can't, I can't get into them now because I've gone live. So I'm just having a look. No pressure, Morg. We're getting, we're getting a lot of um, favourite players, favourite of all time. I think some of your family's jumped on here too. Yeah, I think your grandma may have jumped on. No. No. What's no. her name? What's Nanette. Her name? That's my, my nan. My very lovable grandson, Tom. A couple of love hearts on that one. That's yeah. my nan. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Hi, nan. Yep. There you go. How good's that? How good's that? And uh, we'll, we'll come through. 
Uh, also, definitely my number one player ever. Oh, that's from, awesome. That's from uh, Lynette. Um, <laughs> that's my biggest supporter. There you go. There you go. There that's you go. it. You've got to love fun. that, Dave. Don't, I mean, where would you be? I mean, obviously, your family's always going to be behind you 100%. I mean, and, you, and your teammates are there as well. But without your family, you, you, you're sort of... Yeah, everything's pretty <laughs> null and void without them. Uh, I'm pretty... Um, no, I'm pretty fortunate. I've got some um, good support system around me, um, especially growing up. I used to live with my nan and my um, papa for um, a while there, and they used to look after me um, during tough times. So obviously that la- allowed me to still play footy and go to school, and um, I knew that um, I had a lot of people in my family that I could um, you know, rest my head on their shoulders if things were, weren't going well, and um, you know, that, that's probably the pillar to... Um, success for someone is to have a good support system around them and you know I've got a pretty good one I'm very lucky and very grateful they've done a bloody good job I'll tell you that right now mate they've done a really good job so uh, well done and you um, brought him up well we've got another one Matty Dean give the man a number 8 jersey for the next 6 to 8 years love this bloke Tom Gilbert <laughs> Corbin yeah. Kelly favourite all time I told you mate you've got a bit of you've got a um, bit of swell out there yeah, mate 10, <laughs> 10 to 12 would yeah, be better exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kill that. someone to get uh, 10 <laughs> You're actually getting a lot of love on here. It's good. Yeah, I'll show you after. It's good. Any questions for us, Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs> is your, I actually want to know, is your actual name Rob? Yeah. Because you look a lot like Robert Whittaker. Like scary oh, yes. Robert Whittaker. Not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Like when they were calling you Rob, yeah. I thought it was a nickname. No, no. I, I, I'll take it. Yeah, that is so true. No. I have heard yeah, that before. Yeah. Once I or can't twice. See it. I think I it's more it. I think it's more of this. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, think definitely say I thought it was a nickname. It's not the, it's not the physique. That's me. So no, it's not the physique. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that. That's not a problem. No, no, no. That's that is my real birth name. Robert, actually. I go into that too. I never thought of that until you said Coincidence. that. Now I can't unsee it. Yeah, that is kind of I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a good thing or not. That's a good thing. <laughs> there you go. Very first of all, thanks very much, Tom, Thank for having me. Thank for, you. Yeah, coming along. It's been a long time coming, I think. We've got a sticker? We've got a sticker? Where's the sticker? All right, we'll find one. We'll find one. We'll find one. We'll, we'll, we'll present you with a sticker. Yeah. Thank good. you very much. We've got to give you something. Uh, you can find, can we, uh, you're on the social, and yep. so, Yeah. Instagram and what, what's, your, what's your handle so people can follow you? Uh, it's underscore Thomas Gilbert. Very formal. Has it got the blue tick yet? But we'll make that happen. We'll make that. We'll make the blue tick get in there sooner or later. We don't have the blue tick either. So no, we're, so <laughs> no, we're years away. We're a long way off getting the blue tick there. While the rest of us are at on the ranch NQ on Instagram, and I'm at XRBold on Twitter. Uh, the guy sitting to my left is at Morgan Holmes Evans on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, grind everything. Yeah, that's it. Only fan. Yep. At Barking Frog MC is on all the same ones. Yeah, I'm all <laughs> And Pete, you just got to sort of wander down the street. You'll probably see him. Yeah, I'll wave. Say good day. Do the hill. All right. Know, wherever. <laughs> that is us. Hands. That is us for episode 73. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Good Peace night. Out. Thank, Thank you. Coming you. Coming yeah, good one. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, Tom. Cheers, Thanks Tommy. Go the Cowboys. Go the Cowboys. Go, go, go.